Hey, you're listening to the Riverdale Podcast. This is episode number 224. My name is Jonathan. Welcome to lovely Riverdale, USA. This is an Archie Comics fan podcast. We update every Saturday morning, and every week we break you, bring you the news and reviews, uh, all that stuff in the world of Archie Comics. This week, um, as a programming note, we uh, had planned to bring you a, uh, a book club, the first book club episode, um, and that is recorded. It is all set. It is in the can. We will be bringing that to you next week. It's a really fun conversation. I think you guys are going to have a good time with it. This week, uh, Archie released so much news and so many press releases uh, came through my my email box that we're switching up the format a little bit this week. We're going to talk about the uh, book of the week first up. Uh, then we're going to do a kind of extended news segment. We're going to hit the new releases and then uh, we're going to split for this week. Come back next week. Um, a big week for releases next week um and we'll do our book club episode on uh the newly rebooted archie number one the uh the <laughs> trade of the first six issues of the new mark wade uh fiona staples um that whole reboot we'll be talking about that next week with special guests uh barbara ann and john troughton who longtime listeners of the show know um from uh being on m- many times in the past um uh, John was most recently on for our fourth anniversary episode back in March. So that's the plan for today and the plan for next week. Um, before we jump into the show, I want to take a moment to thank everyone who is contributing over at patreon.com slash Riverdale podcast. Um, that money goes right back into the show. All that money goes to pay uh, hosting costs and things like that. Uh, pay me a little bit of money for my time to uh, make this show every single week and give it to you guys for free. So big thank you to everyone who's contributing. Um, and if you want to contribute, you can set up an account there. Uh, contribute as you know as little as a dollar, as much as you want, really, as a reoccurring monthly donation to the show. And every month, you'll get an exclusive video. There's an exclusive video coming out every month exclusively, exclusive, exclusive, exclusive to uh, Patreon subscribers. So if you're interested in that, again, the address is patreon.com slash Riverdale podcast. Uh, With that said, let's jump right into it and get into the book of the week. All right, folks, this week's book of the week is Jughead number seven. This issue is is of a certain importance for a couple of reasons. First of all, we bring in the brand new artist. Um, Erica Henderson departed after the sixth issue. Here with the seventh issue, we get Derek Charm, who is a newcomer to comics, I think think at least um mainstream comics he's not a uh a, a, a artist he's not a name that i've heard before um i don't believe i've seen his art before um and he's joining um writer chip Zdarsky for um at least the next i believe the next four issues i think um new writer is coming in in september so um we've got a few more issues with chip Zdarsky. Um, but this, uh, this starts us on a brand new story arc. The first six issues were a really, um, contained, uh, particular story about, uh, Jughead overcoming the, uh, the brand new principle of Riverdale, which is really, really fantastic. And, um, here we find, uh, Chip showing us, uh, sort of a different side to Jughead, um, developing the Jughead and Archie relationship, um, as it's going to, to be in, in this particular, uh, incarnation of Jughead. And 
um, uh, breaks away from the format that he was using on those first six issues. As we talked about, I believe we've talked about every issue of this series thus far, um, it would really be a, a situation where uh, Jughead, in, in each of the first six issues, would, uh, would reach an obstacle, um, would then sort of uh, retreat to a, a nap or detention or, you know, whatever sort of distraction, um, have a really far-fetched, you know, fantasy sort of sequence where he would go into a different world and do a different kind of thing and then come back with the information he's had from that dream um, and apply that to the situation and, uh, you know, eventually triumph over whatever problem he was trying to trying to solve. Um, and that was really cool and really fun because obviously we had those um, the throwback to the, the 80s series, the Time Police. Um, we had a sort of like Game of Thrones sort of scenario that he went into. Really, really fun. Um, but I talked about then, and I, and I love now that we have sort of broken out of that, that that's um, not something that was going to be a sustainable format moving forward for the entire series. So I really, really like that that isn't present here. As much as I like that it was present there, um, definitely a good idea to switch up the, the way that the story is told in this particular way. Also, introducing the new art of Eric Charm um, is great. I'm, I'm really, really enjoying it, and we'll talk more about that as we get through the issue. Um, but as I said, Chip Zdarsky on story, art by Derek Charm, lettering by Jack Morelli, uh, edited by Mike Pellerito, the president of Archie Comics, if you're keeping score. Um, this uh, is, is a great book. It's kind of a, it's kind of a buddy issue. Um, it does a lot, a lot of great things. The first great thing it does is right here in the first panel, we have uh, Jughead sort of existing in his, his video game realm. He is um, tucked away on a summer day, uh, playing video games in the living room, uh, much to the chagrin of his dad. Uh, but here in the very first panel, we see uh, Jughead's avatar in the game, and he is beheading a fire toddler. <laughs> which is an amazing expression. I don't know if Chip Zdarsky is a gamer, but um, he definitely has uh, a, a particular way of, of portraying video games of this sort that's very, very absurd. Uh, so basically, Jughead is, uh, is beheading this uh, giant sort of ogre-looking thing, which has a, like a tuft of red hair and is wearing a diaper um, and is very like foreshortened and baby-like. Really, really, really... <laughs> Really funny. Um, but uh, Jughead's dad kicks him out of the house, and uh, he eventually uh, coerces Archie to go on a trip with him, to go into the woods um, and have some sort of like fun bonding time, and, uh, and, and Archie agrees. So they get out to the woods. They're staying in a cabin. I believe it's Chuck's cabin. No, Dilton's cabin, I guess. And uh, it's a place they've both been before. They're both familiar with it. And what do they run into but none other than the Reggie, the, uh, the Mantle, Reggie Mantle's family. They're having a Mantle family reunion right next door to the camp, which leads to some really, really fantastic jokes, some really, really good sight gags, um, obviously a lot of uh, friction. And uh, we get to see the other members of the Mantle family who, in this particular incarnation um just all look like variations on reggie uh whether they're old or young um you know men or women um are all very much uh not only in the the physical appearance of reggie but very much in his demeanor and they're all wearing shirts that are numbered which is really really fantastic i don't know if there was some sort of um you know, ritual that happened the prior year that decided who was going to be which number. I like to think that that's the case. They hit some sort of feats of strength or something and uh, d decided 
who was going to get what number because they seem a little bit arbitrary. It seems like Reggie is number one. Um, there's a very uh, I'm looking at a panel now where the the Mantle family reunion is being revealed, and there's a very Popeye looking older gentleman punching a little kid in the face. Um, it's amazing. There's lots of really good gags here, um, and what the story ultimately leads up to is this friction between uh, between Archie and Jughead. Um, so we have the really good funny story beat, the really funny visuals of the the Mantle family being there and all of that going on. But what it ultimately uh, culminates with is Archie and Jughead having this argument um, because Archie so often puts his pursuit of romance or his pursuit, I mean, maybe not even of romance, maybe just of women in general, um, before his, his friendship with Jughead so often. And they have... Um, a really intense fight about that. And I think that's something that would definitely come up in that relationship. And it's not something that I've seen portrayed in an emotional way before. We've definitely seen Jughead's um, frustrations or him finding it, you know, funny or ridiculous that Archie is, um, you know, uh, going after these women in these, in these ridiculous ways. Um, But we've, I I don't recall us ever seeing a moment where Jughead really like stood back and just stated that he was really frustrated or really hurt and really had an emotional beat like that. Um, So I think that's really fantastic. I think the art throughout is really, really great. It has, um, it's definitely a marked difference from Erica Henderson. Um, It feels really modern it feels really um i don't i don't know if it's just the setting but it's it's an art style that wouldn't seem um unfitting in a book like the lumberjanes or something like that where it has a nice sort of almost like modern animation kind of style to it um it's really good cartooning um i really really enjoyed it i feel like in the the first pages and in a few panels you could maybe see Derek charm kind of you know, feeling out the characters or, you know, finding their, their facial features and their acting and things like that. But I'm really, really looking forward to, to future issues. Um, and as I said, he's staying on uh, through the fall with the uh, new writer, Ryan North. Um, so we're going to get to see him hang out with these characters for a little while. And I think that's really going to benefit the book um, in the long term. And it's only just now occurring to me that there isn't uh, accredited inker or colorist. So uh, we're left to assume that um, Derek Charm is doing all of the coloring and inking as well. Um, and with that in mind, this is a, a particularly great issue. I especially like the coloring when we get towards the end of the book and uh, night is falling and Archie and Jughead are in the woods lost. Um, and you really get that feeling if, as you uh, as you go through the last few pages. It gets uh, progressively darker you've got those nice reds in the background um which turn to purples which turn to sort of dark blues um it's really 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 effective so um i guess i will say this was a a really really fun issue a really great issue um took the book in a different direction um while still being really really funny um this book feels really really modern and really fresh um Oftentimes, as much as Archie comics are modern and as much as they always reflect the time in which they're created, oftentimes the storytelling and oftentimes the things that we like about the storytelling are the sort of anachronistic um, tendencies of the stories. The fact that you you sort of know where they're going to go and that's the fun of it. And with a book like this, this not only switches that up, 
um, and tells you you don't know where these stories are going. Um, but it does so in a way that's really effective and really on point for all the characterization. Really, really fun and really, really funny. Like laugh out loud funny. That's one thing that Chip Zdarsky does really, really, really well. Um, and we're left with a great cliffhanger at the end of the issue. So all around, um, fantastic issue. Uh, can't wait to see what Chip has for us in the next couple issues. And I'm really excited to see Derek Charm um, you know, develop and, and continue to work on these characters. Now, um, last thing I'll mention is the classic Jughead strips that are in the back here. Um, oftentimes when I read these books, um, I don't read the uh, reprints that run in the back of them. In the back of Archie and in the back of the Jughead books, there's generally a reprinted story. Um, and for whatever reason, I'm never in the mindset to switch between the new stuff and the old stuff. So I very rarely uh, will go back and read that classic story. But I noticed in this particular occasion, two things that caught my attention. First of all, the introduction to the classic Jughead is, rich, is written by Chris Cummins. Um, Chris Cummins is a, a great writer, writes for Den of Geek and uh, a bunch of other places that I can't recall at the moment. But he's been on the show before, big lover of Archie Comics. I've met him a couple times. He's a great guy. So it's cool to see him writing it. And then uh, we find out that it's none other than uh, Dipsy Doodles that he is introducing. All of these great one-page Dipsy Doodles gags, um, which... I talked about maybe two weeks ago, the last time we talked about the, the Jughead and Archie Digest, which may have actually been last week. Um, I was talking about how much I love Dipsy Doodles and what um, what brilliant, like, short, quick storytelling and, uh, like, absurdist storytelling they do. So I was so excited to see a bunch of these here in the back of the book. So that was really um, the icing on the cake, if you'll forgive the sad, the uh, tired expression. Um, lots and lots of fun. Jughead continues to be a great series. If you're not reading it, you got to read it. And there's a trade coming out soon, somewhere around San Diego Comic Con, sometime in the next month or so. That's going to collect the first six issues. So definitely jump in. Um, or if you weren't psyched on Erica Henderson's art, which I know some of you weren't, which baffles me, um, jump in with Derek Charm's art and start reading this series. It's a great place to get in and check it out. But there it is, you guys. That is our book of the week, Jughead number seven. All right, folks, let's talk about the news this week because um, there's a bunch. We'll, uh, we'll get through all of it. Um, I, I guess I want to give each piece a, a fair shake here. Uh, but... Um, I, I'm on the, uh, you know, the emailing list for Archie Comics. Obviously, they, uh, you know, I get the press releases as those come out. And there were multiple, I'm not going to pull it up right now, but there were multiple, maybe three, maybe four emails I got this week from Archie Comics that just said, BREAKING NEWS, all in caps. And, you know, I'll get those occasionally, like once a month, once every few weeks. Uh, but I got, you know, three or four of them this week um, with all this hype, all this stuff coming up. Um and all of these announcements being made prior to San Diego Comic-Con. All of this stuff seems a little early. I believe we're still about a, a month out, maybe a little bit less than a month out from San Diego. And generally, we'll see Archie make a ton of announcements the week before to uh, sort of build up some hype and lead into Comic-Con. So we generally don't get a ton of announcements from them at Comic-Con, but we get them leading up. So, uh, so I, my take on that is so that the announcements don't get sort of swallowed up in everybody else's news. 
that um, they're able to to put those out and then sort of go to Comic-Con and, and celebrate all of that new news as opposed to um, putting it out into a really saturated market of comic news. But anyway, that is neither here nor there. The news of the week, uh, there's a ton. First up, um, uh, Kevin, the brand new Kevin Keller series is coming out next week, this coming Wednesday. Um which is great. I'm really, really excited about it. Um, this Wednesday, the 22nd. There we go. It'll be out um, digitally. You'll be able to get it through the Archie Comics app. You'll be able to get it at Comixology and uh, the Kindle store. And, you know, I guess wherever you get your digital comics, you'll be able to pick it up. Um, and I, I, I'm really excited about this book. I'm fairly certain we'll be talking about it next week because, um, because it's weird, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um, it is a book that is very much tied to classic Archie in a time when they're uh, they're doing these new books, doing new Archie, doing new Jughead, uh, new Betty and Veronica right around the corner. So um, not only is it, you know, sort of like tied to to the, the old school Archie stuff, um, it's written and drawn by Dan Parent. Um and that very much ties it to to the classic Archie in a time where they're trying to seems seems like they're trying to make like a pretty clean cut from all of that stuff. Um, and then it's also uh, visually weird. It's a uh, it's a a black and white book with uh, sort of some sort of uh, spot color for lack of I, I'm not sure exactly what it's really called, um, but it's just got sort of like these highlighted blues throughout it. So it's visually a very different book. Um, it's inked by Jay Bone, which is fantastic. He's um, very very talented cartoonist i've followed his stuff for i don't know the last uh maybe 20 years or so i think he's a, he's a really really talented dude so i'm excited to see him working on an archie book um but yeah so it's so it's uh you know tied to the classic stuff it's um you know odd in its presentation and coloring and it's digital exclusive so um yeah, so i'm i'm very interested in what their plan is with this so I, I think for sure we'll be talking about and, and, and reading and looking at that next week. But yeah, so the brand new Kevin book um, is, is going to be out this coming Wednesday, which is awesome. Um, also announced this week, uh, quote unquote, breaking news from Archie, um, a, a new fashion line from uh, designer Rachel Antonoff. I'm not sure if that's the proper pronunciation. Not much has been said so far. They've presented a logo, um, which has a pretty classic looking Betty and Veronica on it. Um, so I guess we're playing the sort of wait-and-see game with that. Um, I'm not sure when we're going to see it. There wasn't any sort of a release date or anything. So it could be, um, as is sometimes the tendency with Archie Comics, to sort of uh, make the announcement as soon as they make the deal um, and get that little uh, flash of excitement. So I guess we'll wait and see with all of that. But I'm I'm very much looking forward to seeing what that looks like. And if there's any small piece of it that I could uh, buy and have in my life, um, I assume it's going to be a women's line. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, cool to see Archie in the mainstream. Not unlike a few years back when they did the uh, the MAC Cosmetics line. That was really, really fun as well. Um, cool to see that stuff out there in the in the, in the the wild with the, uh, the normal folks around it, I guess. Um, also announced this week, uh, Sabrina number six will be showing up July 13th. Um, coming up, uh, I guess that's less than a month away now. This is going to be an oversized 40-page special, a four ninety nine issue, and that will wrap up the first arc. Um, also announced was uh, issue number seven of, of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina coming in September, which is going to start off a new um, storyline called Witch War. 
And I think in reading the copy for that, I spoiled myself on uh, what happened in Sabrina number five, which I haven't read yet. Um, so maybe if you're not cut up, like uh, avoid the uh, the, soli- the copy solicit on that stuff. Um, but also not mentioned in this was the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina trade, which I thought had been solicited. I thought that had been talked about coming out um, right alongside Sabrina number six in July. So I guess we'll have to wait and see what's going on with that. Um, but interesting nonetheless, and always exciting to hear about the Archie horror books coming out. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the fact that they're just weeks away and will be in your hands to read. So that's exciting. Black Hood uh, is coming back with a new number one. Um, they're relaunching it with a, a season, season two. Um, I guess I've talked about this stuff recently, all of this Dark Circle um, superhero stuff that I just haven't kept, kept up with because there seems to be no um, consistent momentum with it. Um, a lot of the books I like, but I don't like enough to, I guess, be inspired to go back and, and, and catch up before the new issues come out. Um, but Black Hood is the one that came out most consistently. And, you know, maybe because of that, maybe not, um, is the one that I've liked the most. So, um, I, I mean, I'll check out the new number one when it comes out. I'm looking forward to it. Um, also, announcements made in this is that uh, The Shield number three and The Hangman number four are coming in October. Um, that's a long ways off. <laughs> that's really, really far away. Um, I'm not sure what all the, the hang-ups and lags and things are with these books coming out. But um, I feel that it's definitely uh, detrimental to the line. I'm sure it's frustrating for everyone involved. Um, so I guess we'll uh, we'll cross our fingers and hold our breath and wait for uh, wait for D- Dark Circle to come back around. Um, I really want to love that Shield book. I really want to to enjoy it because I'm I'm really excited about their take on the Shield character. So um, yeah, here's here's uh, here's hoping that. Uh, um, Dark Circle gets back on track, and we we get those those books coming to us. Um, okay, two last last things in the news. Um, there was an article. Um, it came up in my news feed. Um, fastcocreate.com. Not anything I've seen before. Um, seemed largely maybe like a business news site or something like that. Um, they had an interview with John Goldwater. Um. It was, it was interesting for a couple of reasons. Um, one is that we've seen a lot of these style articles, um, a lot of these articles of like, uh, oh, you know, Archie's changed. Archie's different than it was before. Um, just sort of trying to let the, you know, the layman, the layperson um, in on what's going on and explaining these these incremental changes kind of step-by-step step of how uh, John Goldwater has come in and really refocused the the company and, and changed a lot of things. Um, so it's always interesting for me to read these things because maybe like you, um, I follow these things week to week and month to month. Um, and so I see these changes incrementally um, and it's it's not very often that I can like step back and look at things through sort of like a, like a macro lens and, um, and understand just how much has changed and how many things have happened in just the time I've been doing this show over the last four years. 
So um, an interesting article for that reason. Um, there's also a, a quote that I pulled out of here that I thought was super interesting and not something I've read in these articles before. Um, so, uh, okay, so here we go. So, quote, Goldwater's a big talker in the two-fisted comic book publisher tradition. Get him started on talking about Kevin, and he'll not only claim that Keller is the first gay character in comics, he isn't, but also that he, quote, changed the whole business, and that it was a, quote, big moment in the history of the country as well. Um, uh, it also says, but he has a lot to be proud of, end quote. Um, I, I like that this article gives us a little bit of an idea of John Waters, like, John Waters, John Goldwater's um, public persona, which is very um, bombastic and very excited and very uh, can be very hyperbolic. And I think that there are so few, there are many, many articles that quote him and uh, talk to him about, you know, what the publishing line's doing, you know, what, what the future of the company is. But very few of them stop to, to talk about the sort of, like, larger-than-life character he can often be. Um, and I like the, um, I like the characterization here, the, the wording of a, uh, a big talker in the two-fisted comic book publisher tradition. Um, totally, there might be a little bit of Stan Lee there. There might be a little, uh, you know, uh, old-school comic publisher in there. So um, I liked that a lot. Again, that's fastcocreate.com. Um, you can head over there and check out that article. Um, interesting and always fun to, to go back and, and look at all of these things and try to, I try to put myself in the, in the shoes of someone who maybe read Archie as a kid and is now maybe in their 20s, 30s, 40s, hasn't checked in in a while, reading about all of this stuff that has happened, the death of Archie, afterlife with Archie, um, the rebooted stuff, Kevin Keller, um, all of that stuff, finding out about all of that at once as opposed to gradually over a few years. It must be really, really wild. Um, and finally, uh, in news this week, I want to acknowledge the passing of Janet Waldo. Janet Waldo uh, was a voice actor who most famously was Judy Jetson um, and Penelope Pitstop. Um, just a iconic voice actor um, who worked in a lot of different places. No matter, no matter what you have watched, no matter what you enjoyed as a kid, um, it's a pretty sure bet that Janet Waldo was in there somewhere, somewhere in your childhood or even in your adulthood. Um, doing great voices. Um, and as it's most germane to the show, she did the voice of Josie in the classic uh, Hanna-Barbera, Josie and the Pussycats cartoon. So I want to take a moment here at the end of the news portion um, to just offer uh, condolences to uh, family and friends and folks that knew her um, and encourage folks to just, uh, you know, check out some of her work, maybe in celebration of her passing uh, or in acknowledgement of her passing. Um, so, uh, yeah, get out your uh, your uh, your Jetsons DVDs or your Josie and the Pussycats collection. I know I've got mine on DVD. Um, you know, there's probably stuff on YouTube. There's probably stuff streaming. Um, uh, take a moment, sit down, watch. You know, a good uh, good half hour of great cartoons this week in honor of Janet Waldo. All right, folks, we're gonna wrap up this week, as I said at the top of the show, with new releases. Let's check it out. New releases for this past Wednesday, June the 15th. Uh, we got Betty and Veronica Summer Annual Digest number 244. 
Also, our book of the week, Jughead number seven. I didn't realize that there's a bunch of covers on there, uh, four different covers on there. So be sure to pick out your favorite when you're in the shops. Also, at this week, Sonic Universe number 86. Um, and coming this coming Wednesday, June 22nd, Archie number nine. Um, that's going to make it a tough call for book of the week next week um, between Archie number nine and uh, Kevin number one. So we'll wait and see what happens. I'm leaning towards Kevin as it is, but we'll see what happens. Um, also out next week, Betty and Veronica Friends, Comics Double Digest number 248. Sonic Mega Man Worlds Unite Volume 1, a uh, brand-new trade paperback collecting that um, that team-up from last summer. That first uh, edition trade, pack, trade paperback will be out next week on the 22nd. Also out next week, World of Archie Comics Jumbo Digest number 60. It's so surprising that World of Archie Digest is at number 60, but uh, let's see. On the digital side of things, of course, coming up next week is a brand-new Kevin book, which I can't stop talking about. Um, I'm excited to read that and talk about it. Um, yeah, really, really excited. Also, out this week, uh, just yesterday, Friday, the brand-new Pep Digital Issue number 183. This is a collection called Just Keep Swimming. This is uh, 88 pages of looks like Ocean's ponds, rivers, uh, tons of swimming, and uh, adventures in the water for uh, Archie and his friends. So that's going to do it. Those are the new releases for this past Wednesday, the 15th, this coming Wednesday, the 22nd, and your digital releases of the week from Archie Comics. All right, folks, on the way out today, I want to remind you all that you can find the show every week, every Saturday morning at RiverdalePodcast.com. You can find us on Stitcher. Um, working on the question about Google Play. I'm getting on that. Thanks for the reminder, um, whoever wrote in about that. Also, you can find us on iTunes every week. And if you're listening on iTunes, uh, please write a review. That would be awesome. Reviews are very, very helpful for uh, helping more people find the show, having the show be more featured in uh, search results and things like that. You can also get in touch with the show a bunch of ways. Uh, the best way is to send an email, a good old-fashioned email, to riverdalepodcast at yahoo.com. You can also go to riverdalepodcast.com slash ask and uh, type in your question there. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Google Plus if you need to, um, all of that. Uh, a lot of great ways to get in touch with the show. If you have a question, comment, um, any of that, we'd love to hear your voices. As I said, next week we will have our book club talk. Um, really, really fun conversation. Um, a lot of talk about the, the reboot and what the reboot feels like and means and doesn't mean. And yeah, it gets, it gets pretty good, pretty fun, pretty heavy. I'm really looking forward to that next week. If you want to get your voice involved in that, it's not too late. I would love to read some emails. Um, and play some voicemails in that episode as well. So if you've got thoughts on the, the Archie reboot and those first six issues in that first trade, go ahead and send those right in. Um, let's wrap up there. I want to take a moment on the way out to thank everyone who's contributing over at patreon.com slash Riverdale podcast. Thank you so much. Uh, your money is very much appreciated and very, very much needed. So thank you so much. Um, if you want to contribute, 
you can head over to patreon.com slash Riverdale podcast and make that happen. Um, thank you all very, very much for listening. It's always a pleasure to uh, put this show together, send it out to you guys every week. Um, so thanks for listening and making it all worthwhile. My name is Jonathan, and I will see you again next week right here in lovely Riverdale, USA.